Hi, and welcome to Slices, the Deep Dish Swift podcast. Deep Dish Swift is a supreme Swift developer conference being served up in Chicago between April 30th and May 2nd. On this podcast, we'll be chatting with the organizers and speakers of the conference. We're Kaya Malin, and in this episode, we're chatting with Vince Davis, who's an iOS engineer and, of course, a speaker at Deep Dish Swift. Hi, Hello. Vince. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I'm excited to to get started talking to you. I think uh, we have never actually met uh, in person at a conference, uh, but I know that you've been speaking at uh, 360 iDev. Um, but yeah, it's interesting that we never run into each other before. Yeah, no, it's been a while. So that, I mean, 360 was in 2019. <laughs> and you know, when COVID happened, I just took a, took a break from speaking. So I hadn't yeah. been to, outside of DubDub, I hadn't been to a conference since um, the Swift in Singapore, which was just in this past January. So, mm -hmm. oh, cool. met, yeah, so I met um, Paul there mm -hmm. and he convinced me to get back into speaking. So <laughs> and I'm speaking because of Paul. So if he hears that, oh, that's it's, awesome. it's <laughs> No, that's, that's awesome. I, I'm glad that you're getting back into it. Um, we'll we'll get to your talk and talk a bit about talk a bit about the talk. Very meta. Um, but first, I want to ask you a bit about you. Um, whereabouts are you from, and where are you at the moment? Uh, so I'm originally from South Carolina in the U.S. Um, mm -hmm. I'm an army brat, so I've moved around. So right currently, I'm in a suburb of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Okay. My job is in Chicago, so I do have, when I go into the office, I do have somewhat of a commute. It takes me about an hour and a half <laughs> or so to get in. Um, <laughs> I train. If I drive, it's a little longer. So, but yeah, so that's where I'm I'm at currently. Do you work from home most days or do you have to commute often? Yeah, so when I when I started, it was, I was pretty much 100% remote. And starting this year, they want us to come in at least once a week. So I'm there on Wednesdays. <laughs> um, I'm either in the downtown Chicago office or sometimes I'm in the Houston office. So, but I would say 80% of the time I'm in Chicago. Okay. And you, you, you said you can take a train all the way to downtown Chicago? Yeah. So if I, if I drive to downtown Milwaukee, there's an Amtrak, so I can just take that. And it's, it's very easy, very convenient. Um, it's about, That's an, great. about an hour and a half. So if I go to the back cars, then there's like, a table and it's usually not full so i can if i need to work i can use that hour and a half to actually yeah. like work at a desk and do stuff so it's actually very mm -hmm. nice. yeah that is nice what made you move to milwaukee from south carolina so i was an army brat so my the last place my dad was stationed was in illinois okay. so my work was in downtown chicago um my girlfriend at the time she took a job in milwaukee so i started looking for stuff out in the milwaukee area so it's not by choice because mm -hmm. because of my now my wife so <laughs> we're out here. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. It's also it's it's pretty nice for deep dish if you only have like an hour and a half of a of a trip to get to a conference. That's it. That sounds pretty good. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not bad. Um, I have no no complaints about that. So I, I I'm in Chicago often. I have a lot of friends that still live there. So it's it's not a bad commute at all. Oh, oh that's great. Um, so if you, um, since you said you're an army, I never used that phrase before, uh, but Via mentioned it as well. Army brat. Is that uh -huh. like, yeah. Um, so did you, did you move around a lot to other states, um, in the past? Um, so I'll give you the quick little 
<laughs> elevator spiel. And so born in born in Charleston, South Carolina, we moved from there to Georgia. From Georgia, we moved back to South Carolina. From South Carolina, we moved to Germany. Oh, wow. We were in Germany for about oh, wow. two and a half years. Where in Germany? Um, Bamberg. Okay. Uh, Bamberg. So mm-hmm. about, what, 30, 45 minutes from Frankfurt? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were there. Then we moved back to South Carolina. From South Carolina, we moved to... I'm trying to do this in my head. We moved to <laughs> California. From California, we moved back to South Carolina. South Carolina to Texas. Texas back <laughs> to South Carolina. And then South Carolina to Illinois. And that was the last stop. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> This is extending the elevator ride a little bit, but I'm curious, what was your favorite uh, place that you lived at during this period? Hmm. Um, from a of interest standpoint, I, I loved Germany. Um, I wish, because this was in the 80s, so it was right around when the Berlin Wall came down. Mm-hmm. So we had yeah. this wall. Um, the field trips were amazing. We were always going to some type of castle, which mm-hmm. <laughs> being in third, fourth grade, I didn't appreciate as much. Now I really wish that... Yeah. I I want mm-hmm. I could do that stuff again, so I'll have to take some type of trip back back over there. So I would say, from a venture standpoint, it was that. From a just being a kid and having fun, I would say probably probably California, or yeah, I, no, I, w- I would definitely say California. <laughs> yeah, no, but I I do agree. I like Kai and I. We grew up in Germany. I think Kai, you have been. You grew probably, up in Germany. Ex- no, sorry, we grew up in Europe. Uh, I grew up in Germany. I grew up in Sweden. Um, getting the countries right, uh, but but when I when I grew up, I I also felt like I've, now in hindsight, I feel like I didn't appreciate how much there was to see and how much there was to do. I was always like mm-hmm. living in cold Sweden, so every time I went somewhere, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to a warm place. I'm not gonna explore Europe and castles. Um, yeah, or if my mother drags me I, to yet another castle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I this this past year, um, my wife and I we took a trip to London, so I got to see a little bit of the castles. And uh, two years ago, we went to Dubai, but we had a pit stop in Amsterdam. So that was that's the closest mm. I've been back to Germany since. And we had a like a six hour layover, so we had enough time to get on the train, get downtown, see a couple mm. couple of sites. But it was so early in the, in the morning, so we didn't get to really do anything. So. <laughs> It, it deserves it, uh, own, its own trip back to, yeah. to Germany to actually mm. see some stuff that I saw growing up. Yeah, Amsterdam is also really cool. I really like the city. It's it's really a urbanist city planning nerd type of city. There are so many cool uh, city design things that they've done in, in Amsterdam. It's really good. I think interesting role model for a lot of cities that uh, they could strive for. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, you can get pretty much anywhere by bike or by train yeah. where in a lot of mm. cities you can't do that. So yeah. it's, if you don't have a car, you're pretty much out of luck. Yeah. So in Europe, it's yeah. very, well, you can get by on the train, you can get by on a bike. So it's very, it's, it, and everything has like its little urban center. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, so um, now <laughs> when we step out of the elevator, um, <laughs> okay, I'm trying to use this analogy. Um, I wanted to ask the next question. Um, what are you? What do you do? I know you're an iOS uh, engineer, but we would love to hear a bit more of how you got into, got into that. Sure. Um, my wife was just asking me this question, so I had to really think about it. So I <laughs> got into, I, I, my passion for iOS development came when I believe it was the 
the 3G, um, iPhone 3G got introduced mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Steve Jobs was on, on, up on stage and he started talking about the, started talking about the, the app store. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, what's that? So he's like, oh, regular people and developers can start making apps. I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> so you know, I had a Mac, I downloaded Xcode and started fumbling through X. Like I had no idea what Objective-C was at that time, like yep. no clue. So that, that was a struggle. Um, so I pretty much did that on my nights and weekends for I think it's three or four years trying to get like a junior software developer job or anything <laughs> like that. Um, when I got my chance, I was working at a nonprofit in Chicago and they needed some mobile app development work done. So I took it upon oh. myself, figure out what their requirements were. I did it overnight in you know, my spare time. Yeah, that's and great. when I got <laughs> it over place i presented it to them they loved it they it it, and actually changed my changed my whole trajectory because at that point they i was still doing like other software development Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. that allowed me to become a mobile developer and then once you know they promoted me to mobile developer then skies were a limit doors (laughs) opened up you know i started getting calls from every as soon as well i would say as soon as i put that on linkedin then yep. everything changed. <laughs> <laughs> the, the calls never ended, and they still keep coming in to this day. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome! Uh, what did you so? What, what did you develop before? You s- did some software development pre- prior to starting iOS development. Yeah, every it was a lot of proprietary. So it was a nonprofit. So we had a a CMS built for I would say nonprofits. Mm-hmm. So it was mm-hmm. very the my knowledge my technical knowledge it was going to be very hard for me to transfer that to some other job yep. like i was yeah if i was gonna i could go to another nonprofit, mm-hmm. but other than that mm-hmm. i was pretty much limited in in where i could go with the with the software that we were using so you know get in it's i i had no idea that the the mobile it was going to be as big as it was i just mm-hmm. like i like phone like yeah what's going i like apps so you know, that's what I wanted to do. I had no idea that, you know, mobile was going to be this big. <laughs> what was that? 12, 13 years ago when I started this whole whole trip. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Did you have uh, other other things since where you felt the same way? Like any any other kind of development that that you felt drawn towards? Or, or is iOS development a thing that you're still as passionate about as you were back then? <laughs> I think there's enough cool stuff coming out every year to where it's I'm still excited about mm-hmm. it. I'd like to get into learning more about AI and machine learning. Yep. I mean, that still sort of plays its own little role. But yeah, there's still a, a, enough stuff that I, I want to do in iOS development that mm. I'm still excited about it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you picked a good. I'm biased, but I think you picked a. <laughs> it's a good field, and it's also you know every every WWDC. It's nice when you have a scheduled event of new stuff, right? You can always <laughs> you you can always get ready, clear some of your plate, uh, play with all the new things. You have a you know you have a year of of working with it, and then you get another new set of APIs and new things, and mm-hmm. maybe design changes and. And so on. I think it's, it's it's a fun fun journey to be part of. Oh yeah, I I yeah, it's I like the you never know what it's going to be, but I do like okay, I know in June there's going to be something new. I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. yeah. but at least I know like lock this week off. I can yeah, so yeah. It's, I can a, it's a scheduled 
scheduled unexpected new things, which is kind of interesting, right? Because you know something will happen, you just never exactly know what. Do you do anything to sort of get ready for the WWDC week? Are you do you do you you usually take time off, or are you um, Um, making sure? Question: It it really depends. Um, You know, I have three teenage kids now, so there's a lot of activities (laughs) going going around at that time. So there's their school gets out around sort of around the same time so yep. if i can pick some of the burden on my wife then i can go so <laughs> i need to try to go before before covid i went every year regardless mm-hmm. if i got a ticket or not i would mm-hmm. just go out and be in the area um when i didn't get a ticket i would do the alt wwdc yep mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. there was enough parties and stuff to do after time so you could always connect with the people that actually went mm-hmm. so I don't even know if they've announced is it going to be in person this year. So I don't even know what my plans yeah. are, but I try to block up at least yeah. Yeah. That, that Monday to yeah. like, okay, yeah. leave me alone. I want to play with the <laughs> play with the SDA. Like, let me let me have this day, please. Yeah. Yeah, I think we for the listeners, we are recording this as of March 27th. And I do think it's quite likely that by the time this comes out, uh, the event will have been announced. Um, so what, what's your plan this year? Do you think... Like I, I'm expecting there will be some in-person component, like it was last year. Do you think it would go? So I will apply through. Yeah, they, yeah, they, you're right. They did do the application, and I didn't. I applied, but I didn't get it. So I'll try apply again, and mm-hmm. if they open it up to where it's you know a few thousand like it used to be, I'll probably plan to go. I won't. I probably won't be able to stay the whole week, but at least if I can get there, you know, Sunday, hang around to maybe Wednesday. Um, that'll, that's, that'd be my plan. Cause the kids still, there's still like another week and a half of school left. So as long as I'm back before the end of school, I'd be fine. So <laughs> yeah, if, if there's some in-person element, then I think I'll try to go for at mm. least, at least the keynote. I want to be there for that. Yeah. I think we'll fit. I think yeah. this year this could be an interesting year. You know, a lot of the headset rumors that that's finally going to happen. And, and no matter what, what the product will look like, I, I definitely think it will be an interesting year to be there it's not often that apple announces a completely new hardware product line so i think that would, that could yeah. be it could be particularly fun this year so do you, you think they're actually going to re- release the the headsets this year i think so yeah yeah i know we i mean kind of we said this last year too we're like <laughs> oh this should be the year i think we were a bit more hesitant then i think now it's like there's been so much smoke so there's got to be something going yeah. on there and I think, um, yeah, I think it's it's gonna be. We're gonna get see something. I'm not sure if it's gonna be like, oh, it's gonna be out in the next months. But I think we'll have some type of sneak peek, something that will help us as developers getting ready for whatever whatever they are releasing. Hmm. Yeah, we're we're already clearing things for that period, so we can play. Assuming the headset comes out, we we want to be able to. We have some some ideas that we think. We could probably build. I mean, we obviously don't know if it's being released, what the APIs will look like, or anything else. But we we, we try to think of some fun ideas that, depending release and and API availability, that we would like to build. Yeah, we'll it, see. Yeah, if if they re- if they release what the rumors I heard was, it's going to be like the Pro, which is probably going to be the three thousand dollar headset. And I was like, oh, I that's not on my budget right now. So, <laughs> It'd be very interesting if it does come out and there's like that initial developer kit glass or hardware that you have to get. I don't know. I'm I'm here. I don't I I would love it to come out, but I'm I'm still not I haven't mentally sold myself that this is actually gonna happen this year. Yeah. 
I do think in terms of the price point, I, I am a skeptic. I, I, I think that's the part of the rumor mill that I'm the most skeptic towards because realistically, there are not many people at Apple who would know who would be disclosed on the price point. Uh, mm. Usually we see a lot of leaks coming related to the hardware. Um, and I, I don't really know where that rumor would have come from because it feels like it would be so high up. So I don't know, maybe we'll get a surprise and it's like a thousand bucks, <laughs> which is still a lot. But. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but no matter what, I, I think it will be, will be interesting. Assuming they release it, you know, they're going to sell it somehow, right? They're going to have a story. They're going to have it most likely a developer story they will have to have some kind of consumer story of how do they position it right as a vr headset with some mixed reality stuff will be i i think it will be fascinating to to not only actually see what it looks like but also hear how apple is trying to position the thing because they're not going to do something that they think is incredibly niche right i think apple products have a yeah. there's an expectation for this to be interesting for millions of people rather than <laughs> something that you know some kind of very very hardcore vr gaming people would find interesting so i think i'm, I'm looking forward to to that anyways I'm, I'm we're excited we're, we're already way off the track <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's try to get back um so um <laughs> a question we do ask people to get back on track um we've been talking about what you do and how you got into ios development but uh, i was curious what your favorite part is um of development or of your day-to-day -day, um mm. things that you're doing so my ex my day-to-day -day has just changed over the past couple of months so which i i really enjoy so i've been put in charge of innovation so that was very hmm. very gray when <laughs> it started now it's, it's focused focused down so pretty much trying to take the new extensions technologies of ios and implement that into hmm. our so hence what my talk is about live activity so we're in the process hmm. of implementing that into our app and um yeah so it's just you know making sure we have a good user case and and flow for that so yeah so i i actually really enjoy this because it's always something different something intriguing the very the newest parts yeah, of what apple's cool. doing so that that makes it very easy to wake up and get working yeah. during the day you're not i'm not doing yeah, yeah. or anything like that so it <laughs> also sounds like your company should pay for your headset once that comes out <laughs> <laughs> you know that I you just made a great, great taste. I, I have a good taste. Should pay. Good idea. Um, we usually uh, ask people if they have been to Chicago. In your case, uh, that you already answered that. Um, so I think you, you're probably one of the people we should totally talk to about some local recommendations and whether or not uh, deep dish pizza is a good type of pizza. So I, I am biased. Uh, deep dish is probably my favorite type of okay. pizza. Um, oh, okay. The, the Slack, and there's been a lot of recommendations. I have withheld my my comments. <laughs> I, I For deep dish, I recommend um, either Giordano's is number one, and then Luminati's. Mm -hmm. and then you can go down the list as far as the rest. But those are the top two I would pick out of all the deep dishes. There's so many places you can get it. But those are my top two. Mm -hmm. if you're gonna go anywhere to get it. Like, okay. if you're gonna go, if you're in Chicago, you've never been before, you need to get deep dish. 
Giordano's or Illuminati's would be the okay. two I would pick. That's great. Right. I, I'm I'm super. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I also speaking of Slack, yeah. I've learned a lot of things that Chicago seems to be very particular about. So apparently, ketchup on on hot dogs is oh, a is I, a. <laughs> I thought, well, you you never ask for ketchup, right? It's not just a hot no, dog thing. Yeah, it's, it's not a thing. You don't do that. On yes, anything, I I I I approve of that. Yeah. That's that's awesome. <laughs> I would say mostly on like your hot dogs. You you don't ask for that. And it really depends on, like, if you're just going to, like, a, a chain restaurant, they don't care. But if you're going to, like, a Chicago, like, only restaurant, they will look at you very funny. Like, why didn't anybody <laughs> tell you not to do that? <laughs> <laughs> and is it a general thing about ketchup? Like, would people get fries with ketchup? I would. Well, you mean ketchup with fries, right? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I would. I, I think it's just with, with the hot dogs. Okay. So... Okay. I, I think ketchup and fries is okay. <laughs> okay, now I approve of it slightly less. Like to me, the fries is the important one. The, you don't like uh, ketchup? It's not like I don't like it. I just feel like you know why? Why? I think no. fries are good on their own. Or fries with mayo, fries with aioli. There's so many different condiments you can choose, and you choose ketchup. That's like <laughs> why. Well, it's not, I mean, the craziest thing for me of fries is, you know, Canada and poutine and yeah. my gravy. Oh yeah. my that's that's different. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> but it almost turns into a completely different meal. Yeah. I, I, have we? Yeah, we've had poutine here. I'm. I'm I, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to get get kicked out of you the country what? here. So. <laughs> oh, wait, you don't. Okay, you don't like it. I. I mean, it's it's fine. It's fine. But if I could again have really good fries with a, I don't know, like a peri peri mayo or gnocchi, I'd much rather have that than a poutine. But sure. But I think it comes back to it being a meal. So like a breakfast poutine is really good because it's like. <laughs> I like that this is our Anyways, attempt of staying, um, <laughs> getting back on track. And <laughs> Anyways, in Chicago, we will be, uh, we will always all be giving talks. I'm curious, what's your talk about and how are you preparing for it? So my talk is about live activities. So I'm going to, I, I fully haven't fleshed it out, but I'm going to try and have it in some type of a story way. So just mm -hmm. the trials and tribulations of setting it up. There's a lot of mm -hmm. like little things that if you don't do correctly, it just, yep. you know, it doesn't work. It doesn't crash. And, you know, actually trying to implement it into a, a corporate like app that's used by millions. You know, there's a yep. lot of things that you have to look for. Yep. So <laughs> just going through all of that and say, this is, you know, please learn from our mistakes. This is what you, <laughs> this is what you should do. So, yeah, it, it's. I'm trying to phrase it around that. I haven't had much time to really focus on it, but I have 30 days, so I have <laughs> time to get this, get this all together. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm looking forward to that because it's it's a really cool th uh, technology, and I think the app that you're working on is such a good use case, right? Because you know, you you might be flying somewhere, and there the gate changes, and there's so much happening that you want to see uh, as your as you're moving through through your journey, there, if you have live up, live activities actually updating with different information, I think that that can be really really cool. Yeah, um, so that that's pretty much our use case right there. Like we're we're starting starting small, so we're just trying to make sure that we get the basics, like you know, mm -hmm. you checked in your flight details and what you know, boarding your bags and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But we really want to ramp it up to like you know, hours before, like what do you Make sure you go to the right door. Make sure you do this. Drop your bags mm -hmm. off here. 
So we're trying to make sure everything works well, and then we'll start adding in smaller pieces as we go on. So, mm. yep, that's this is a really great scenario for live activities. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Mm. Uh, but it's also, at the same time, you really want to get it right, right? Once you have something that always shows there, you kind of want to yeah. show up-to-date information. So it's, yeah. I, I find it really interesting. I'm really looking forward to, to your talk. Yeah, so that's that's been, I would say, sort of our struggle from, from the internally is just making sure that, you know, our push notifications are working, like, solid. Mm. Like, whenever there's any type of change, just go ahead and push it through. So... We're doing a lot of lot of internal testing, so we hope to have it out soon to a limited audience, and then you know get it out. It it should be hopefully it's out before my talk. So what <laughs> I'm talking about, people. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, so I think we're up to our rapid fire questions. Um, first thing, what is your favorite iOS app? Doesn't have to be one that's now. It could be like a original iPhone. Uh, app whatever your favorite is i didn't even think about original there was this one game um it was like one of the first original um i can't even remember what it was uh, iphone games where it had like the squares and the triangles and you had to like match it up i can't remember what that was so that would have been one of my favorite i lost hours on that it was just so <laughs> very simple game um mm -hmm. but currently it would be a, a, a mix you know i'm very biased i like to travel so it's a mix between Uh, the United app and Flighty. Mm -hmm. um, Flighty mm -hmm. has a lot of, like, I have all my my travel stats, my nerdy, geeky stats in there, like yeah. where I've gone, mm -hmm. all that. So I like that because it keeps all of that, like this digital passbook. So yep. I love that. Mm -hmm. So those are my, those are my two um, iPhone apps that I, I love. Yeah, I, I really liked. I think they they released a pass the digital passport or whatever they're calling it this year or fairly recently, but it's a really nice. Yeah, they released it like right before like the Christmas traveling stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree. It's really cool. Um, what's your favorite uh, Mac app? My favorite Mac app currently is Rocket Sim. Um, oh, yep. oh. good, good pick. Yeah. <laughs> I've been making a lot of um, videos to demo off to, to VPs, and they're always like, I need to know where you're touching. So mm -hmm. one of the things <laughs> actually simulates the touches when you record it on Rocket Sim. So I've been using that a lot. So that's yeah. one of my favorite currently. Yeah. I, <laughs> I always have to build upon your picks because you have good picks. Uh, what I really like about Rocket Sim what, uh, is their location feature because we're, we're building a weather app. And one, one feature of our weather app is it needs to know where you are. And you can, in the simulator, you can override the Latin long. But that's sometimes a bit annoying when you want to see what's the weather in Arizona. You always have to look up what's the lat long in Arizona. Uh, and Rocket oh, okay. Sim now has a map picker where you can just pick pick the location on the map and then they automatically update the location, which is really, really neat uh, if you're if you're oh, doing location. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Cool. All right. What is your favorite iPhone model ever made? I will probably say the original four, iPhone oh. 4. Mm -hmm. So nice. like, very, very boxy, very square. Like that yeah. was, I remember like when it got uh, stolen or however they say why uh, Gizmodo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was so ugly. It was so ugly. And then when it actually came out, like that is like probably the most like, Design-wise, probably one of the best. Mm -hmm. Like you could stand yeah. Yeah. with that there. Like it was, it was great. So I would yeah. say definitely that one for. Yeah, and it was yeah. very small. 
I, you look back at it now and it like it just fit perfectly everywhere. Like it fit in your yeah. hand, and you now, reach the top of your thumb. Yeah. And now it's like you have to use reachability to do everything on your yeah. phone now. So it was just like the perfect size. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Uh that's that's one of the few phones that we actually still have around just because it is such a great device. Also, like it was the first phone with a retina display, which was you know mind blowing when you not only uh, be able to touch the, the touch the pixels with a screenshot, but uh, with a um, touch screen, but also having so high resolution that everything felt just you know so much more <laughs> more depth in real. I, I really like that phone. It's it's a great choice. And, uh, the hardware was solid; like it just felt like a, like a solid phone. Like because yeah. the three it had the plastic back and it scratched, yeah. but this was it felt solid. Yeah, and was also. Uh, an interesting the entire gizmodo getting their hands on the phone was also such a fascinating uh extra part to the to the story of that phone right the entire controversy and the <laughs> dropping it in a bar and steve jobs calling people personally saying give me my give me my phone back it's like that was that was such a that was back in the days when rumors were super fun like most things didn't leak because didn't people didn't care enough yet but then something like this happening oh that was a fun fun period in in apple tech i think yeah. i mean for I'm us sure. from the outside probably within with yeah <laughs> within apple it's probably been a stress period but for, for us on the outside it was a great time <laughs> yeah and you brought up the whole privacy and getting stolen do you think that was more because steve job was around like do you think if he was around now would they still be as tight-lipped or is that just they're just too big now to for that even to be a thing anymore but i almost feel like they are sure things things leak but i feel like people care more as well like I think they're uh, like hearing stories of people at Apple not being disclosed on like so particular pieces like related to like I think there there's a lot of things related to like internal software or internal frameworks which different teams don't know about and mm-hmm. I think if something like that would leak it would probably not be a big deal but I think they're very secretive because they just don't want anything out. Yeah, but um, supply chain stuff is is where most of the leaks come from, right? All the schematics of new iPhones are always through supply chain. And back then, Apple had to make a fraction of the amount of iPhones uh, they are making yeah. now. And also, that means their production run, right? Now, uh, based on the current rumors, it looks like production for the, for the iPhone 15 has started now. And we're still, you know, almost half a year away from when we're expecting it to be released. Uh, yeah. Back, back, back in the old days, uh, the, the the production starting and release were a lot closer to each other, right? Even even like famously for the original iPhone, where where Steve Jobs didn't want it to have a plastic screen, and that happened between announcement and release, mm-hmm. right? Like the timeframes were just so much closer because you know they made like a million phones rather than. Over for an entire generation rather than a million phones a day, I think that's their current rate, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it, it's a good to get back to your pick. It's a it's a really good pick. I think uh, it's my favorite <laughs> iPhone as well. I, yeah, I really love it. Um, this question, I don't think I sent you beforehand uh, because it's more fun if you look it up while we're talking. I was curious how many apps you have on your phone, or actually, how many apps you expect you have on the phone, and then without uh, yeah, without looking, without looking. That is a good question. Um, I would say I easily have, I would say I have over 200. And that's been like, 
that's on my list of things to do is to really cut back <laughs> all the apps that I have. Like, I'll see an advertisement. I'm like, oh, that looks pretty cool. Let me download yeah. it. And, you know, yeah. being a developer, you want to see what other people are doing. So yeah. I just have that I've just looked at for design purposes or they have really one cool concept. So there's yeah. hundreds of apps on my phone. And I, I really would like to get that down to, I don't know, 50. But it's, it's, it's <laughs> easily, it's easily, I would, I would, I would guess 200. Easy. All right. All if right. you if you go to uh, settings general about, it actually tells you the exact number. So now I'm curious. What what is the actual number? How how good was your guess? Um, ooh, wow. Um, four hundred and eight. <laughs> 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 I, I was way off. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I need to. Uh, I need to slim. If I can slim that down to a hundred. <laughs> I like how your goals have, have changed. You thought you would go from 200 to 50. Now you're going from 400 to 100. It was, you know, 75%. Now it's like, yeah. wow. I don't, yeah. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better, I'm I'm also at 400. <laughs> and I yeah, think, Manu, what were you at? You were... I think I'm at 600, I think. Yeah, Manu is completely... <laughs> yeah. The only thing just, that really makes me want to cut it down is when I use the search, it takes a few seconds for it to load. So that's what really yeah. bothers me. If that was like so fast, then I'm like, eh, I don't really care. It's fine. I got enough storage, but that bothers me. I do me. have to say, though, I, I updated to 16.4, and I don't know if that's a side effect of Spotlight re-indexing on the phone or if they actually fix something. But I no longer have that lag. I updated, I think, around 16.4 beta 2. And ever since that update, it's super snappy. Uh, so if I don't know if you've updated to 16.4 yet. came out today. But give it a shot. I, I'm curious to see if that if, if I just got lucky that it re-indexed everything and now it's faster or if there was actually a change in the, in the update. But, I, will, yeah. I will get it tonight. <laughs> All right. Next question is a non-tech question. Or I, I hope so, at least. Uh, what's your favorite food item? My favorite food item. So I asked my wife this before. And there's, I, I love food, so very much a foodie here. So I would say, if I had to pick, I would say like a seafood boil. Um, okay. So that would have like inside of it would be corn, sausage, maybe some shrimp, crawfish, um, crab legs, or like lobster. So it just depends. Put some, you know, garlic and whatever sauce they boil it in. But yeah, seafood boil. If I had to pick one thing it would be that yeah that's something really very, very one thing <laughs> uh do you make it at home or or do you have a favorite uh seafood boil place there's i don't have a particular place there's a lot since we're from um south carolina there's a lot mm -hmm. of places in the south where you can get it so any of those places you go to in like south carolina would be good uh it's been very hard to find a good place up here that's you know pretty that's not way over overpriced yeah. um so anything it's it's done at home if i do it around here in milwaukee it's it's very much a special event like i'm, I'm treating myself because it's not something yeah. that i'll just go out every day and and go get yeah <laughs> yeah I, I can't imagine that lobster production in milwaukee is probably not particularly high <laughs> yeah so it's it's very expensive up here so yeah. it's it's a treat it's like oh i i did something that i i deserve to treat myself for yeah, that's nice. All right, the final part of the rapid rapid fire question is uh, the two truths and a lie 
segment or questions. Um, well, you will tell us two truths and a lie, and you won't reveal it on the show now. We'll uh, give people an opportunity to go up and chat with you and guess which one is the lie. Okay. Um, I will say, let's see. I have aspirations of being a pilot. That's one. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to take cold vacations in cold areas is another and i have been to 10 countries (laughs) awesome in the past in the past (laughs) all right if the second one is true and you ever come up to to canada let us know (laughs) (laughs) all right my wife went to toronto last year so i missed that trip so i i need to make a trip to toronto Um, I I don't even know where you guys are are located. We're in Vancouver, Canada. It's on the West Coast. So we can combine some of your your seafood and your your travel uh, if you come to Vancouver. I don't know. I I have a feeling he actually hates traveling to cold places. (laughs) (laughs) My guess is that that's the lie, but we'll leave that to the conference. Anyway, you're still still welcome to Vancouver if you you want to make your way. (laughs) All right. With that, uh, where can people find you online if they want to see what you're up to? Um, Probably the best place would be on Twitter. Um, I'll start when I get closer to conference, I'll start posting more. I have been very quiet. For a while, but I would say Twitter. So it's um, at Vince Davis on Twitter. Perfect. We put that in the show notes. Um, so thanks for listening to this episode of Slices, the Deep Dish Swift conferences happening in Chicago from April 30th to May 2nd. Uh, all the links in the show notes. See you all in the next episode when we speak to another speaker. Talk to another speaker. <laughs> Whatever. I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us, Vince. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That was super fun. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about the technical problems in, in, in the middle there. That keeps us on our toes. <laughs>